Welcome in. How we doing? Wednesday edition, hour number one, presented by Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. We appreciate their sponsorship each and every day right here on Steelman and Thune. Parker, how's your day going so far? All good? Now that the coaching search is over, Steely, it's I'm doing over. a whole heck of a lot better. It's all Gosh. over. Seth Luttrell, Joe John Finley, Seth Luttrell, call in place. I like it. I like it. We'll go into details here in a minute. But I feel like I had one of those days where I had some stuff to get done today, stats-wise and audio-wise and just things I needed to do that I normally do each and every day. Uh, the prep starts about 5 a.m. every morning, and then it continues here. But I felt like I had one of those days where I wasn't executing very well, kind of like the Sooner offense in Lawrence and in Stillwater, one of those days so far. So hopefully the execution in the actual game today will be all right. I also found, I believe, what is the dirtiest surface on the planet. What is that? And that is the screen of my iPhone. I just looked at it and like, good Lord, man. That's got like every disease on earth on it right yeah, you now. you got to get you a microfiber cloth I or need to, I need to get a cleaning agent. Do you think we have a cleaning agent in the uh, in the kitchen? Maybe I can do that. Oh, I'm sure. Break, I mean, hopefully. Yeah, I'm sure Luann's got something back there. Luann is the unsung hero, is she not? She's she's our glue guy. She is, no doubt. Always. She's the Drake Stoops of this station, pretty much, right? Very dependable. Going to make the big play every time. Anybody? I love how we have an actual Drake on staff, and yet you gave Luann the Drake Stoops Yes, comp. but, you know, well, Dykin, you know, he could come in in a pinch, right, you know? He'll come in in a pinch for you and do a good job. But I'm telling you, Luann is the uh, Drake Stoops of this team. Anybody has a birthday, who's circulating the card? Luann. Anybody needs a birthday cookie, who's taking care of the birthday cookies or the cake or the meal? Luann. She's the real MVP. All right, so uh, thoughts on the offensive coordinator? Uh, We kind of thought this was going to happen. Seth Luttrell, Joe John Finley, co-coordinators. Seth Luttrell, former head coach at North Texas, Sooner Bloodline. Dad Jim played fullback for the Sooners back during the Wishbone era. Really good player. Uh, Seth Luttrell, good, solid player for the Sooners as well. Did a nice job at North Texas, and they started losing a few games, and he ends up as an analyst on the Sooners staff. But I like this for continuity's sake. And for it's like that HBO program, Succession. I've never watched that HBO program successes. Well, I, mean, I, right? I have no frame of reference for Let's what you're say talking about, unfortunately. Seth Luttrell tears it up, as I think he'll do a really good job. I, I do. And then he gets another job, succession. Joe John Finley, call him plays. Keith, and that's exactly why you do something like this. There's daily. nothing wrong with keeping a great chemistry in the office and in the locker room. I like this decision. It's and, it's not the big splash hire, you know, it's not the dude from Washington or whoever. Uh but you know who was the Sooners last big splash hire? Five one two. I heard you text this in on the plank show, so I'm like, dang, I was gonna use that. The last splash hire Oklahoma had was Howard Schnellenberger. Oh boy. And that went splash like into the toilet splash and was flushed after one year. So Oklahoma's had a history, Bob Stoops. Bob wasn't a splash hire. He was a great hire, and he was well thought of as a D coordinator at Florida. He got them, you know, over the hump, winning the national championship. But, you know, he wasn't the the biggest, most sexy hire at the time, and Bob's very sexy. But you know what I'm saying? 
Uh, the Sooners have had a history of doing that. And I, I like this. I would like to see them tweak the offense some, maybe slow it down a little bit. You don't have to be in fourth gear all the time. OU's defense, you know, first of all, they've got to get off the field on third down more. Down the stretch, of course, we saw them regress. But I think they play against the, so many plays game in, game out, right? What do you want to see happen, Parker? If you had a wish list, you know who the coordinator is going to be. What would you like to see them do different? Eliminate jet sweeps. There just you go. go ahead. I'm going to start my campaign with that point right there. <laughs> I feel as though that will go over very well among Sweep the out the jets. No more jet sweeps. Eradicate them. No, I look – I think my feeling on it, and I think the reason why this makes a lot of sense, especially with Joe John being the other guy besides Latrell, who's going to be the principal play caller uh, that gets the co-OC title, Joe John can be the tie between the Sooners' offensive philosophy of the past in the Jeff Levy era and the offensive philosophy of the future because Seth Latrell obviously has a scheme uh, that he wants to run, that he has developed and honed over the years both as a coordinator and as a head coach and it's been successful but by the same token one of the things I have been told uh, in speaking with various sources commits parents all that type of stuff is that there is going to be a concerted effort to change as little as possible from the old offensive scheme to the new offensive scheme so Joe John and as I mentioned on Monday he was a guy that Levy vouched for on his way out the door. Said, yep. hey, you know what? If you need Joe John to call plays, Joe John can call plays. I trust him. You should too. Um, so having Joe John that well acquainted with Levy's offense, and he has coached alongside Levy three of the last four seasons at Ole Miss and Oklahoma, what he can do is he can help adapt some of the terminology, some of the conceptual stuff from the Levy scheme into the Latrell scheme, and so you're going to have an infusion of the Levy offense into what whatever pre-existing design Seth Latrell has, such that I think you're going to get a unique blend there. It's not going to be exactly what we have seen in the past from Latrell's offenses. You're going to sense that there is a Levy flavor to it. Yeah. Now, my big thing, Steely, what I want to answer your original question I would like to see the Sooners be a little bit more selective in their use of tempo. Because absolutely it has burned the, it's a double edged sword, right? When it's working when the Ferrari's going down the Autobahn, yeah, it looks you know great. What? When you have to take a curve sometimes it's out of control. And, and and again, like if it's working, there's no reason to get away from it. But there have been instances where the tempo isn't working and the Sooners keep trying to force the issue, or have kept trying to force the issue, I suppose. And it's just dug them into a deeper and deeper hole. And so I would like to see the Sooners only employ tempo when it makes sense to employ tempo rather than having that be baked into the pie of their offensive identity. Yeah, and tempo can be really good. Like you said, when it's going great, man, it works too. You know, but the other issue you have is, you know, all of these teams, oh, my gosh, my ankle, you know, after every play rolling around trying to slow you down that way there's got to be you know a rule change that would help you know if you come out you've got to stay out the series or whatever maybe that would help but that's always going to be an issue but I like this I do Seth Luttrell Joe John Finley 
maybe they weren't atop your wish list, but I think it's a really good move. I do. I like the continuity, and I like keeping that chemistry in the offices, in the locker room. I think that's the kind of guy that Brent Venables is. Plus, Seth Luttrell is, you know, called plays, head coach. He's done a nice job other places, Arizona, North Carolina. Obviously, he was at North Texas as the head man. I think he'll do a good job, and I think it's, you know, keeping Joe John Finley on staff is important as well, I think. By the way, KG and Piedmont, we see you, KG, valuable member of the Ref Army. He said, can I get a text back? Just want to make sure you guys are getting my texts. I'm probably sending them at the wrong time. But, um, yeah, we get so many, KG. We try and get to them all, but we love you, man. Stay with us. Marshall and Woodle wants to know who will BV replace Wells and Latrell with as analysts on staff. Well, it, Matt Wells isn't going anywhere for the moment. You're losing Phil Lodeholt. You're losing Matt Holacek. Uh, and you'll, you're losing a couple assistants, volunteer assistants, to Mississippi State as well. So the, the nice thing about having analysts is that technically you don't have to replace them. Right. right. Those are luxury hires, luxury additions. Having analysts on staff is great. It is not a necessity. And so promoting Seth Luttrell, sure, creates a vacancy for an offensive analyst in technicality, but that's not a spot that you have to have occupied. So True that. Yeah, I, look, whether or not – Somebody occupies that vacancy that Latrell leaves behind as he steps into an on-field role. I don't know right now, but I think what is remarkable amidst all of this is that the Sooners have minimized their losses uh, as far as who goes with Jeff Levy to Mississippi State. They aren't losing any on-field staff. Anybody else that you can think of? Uh, so I, four names, four names so far okay. that I have confirmed. Lodeholt, which makes sense. He all came right. over with Levy from Ole Miss. Right. Uh, you have Holacek, again, mm-hmm. another Ole Miss guy. Okay. Benton Doobie, volunteer assistant wide receivers coach. Doobie, 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 doobie. Okay. He followed Levy from Ole Miss, too. So right. basically, Levy's whole crew. And then Tanner Schaefer, sounds like he's going to be headed to Mississippi State, too, which makes sense because although he is an OU alumnus, he is also in his third year as a graduate assistant at OU. So he's... Uh, He's up against the clock. No respect to any of those guys, but not a problem, not a problem, not a problem, not a problem. <laughs> Unless it's like Jay Valai or somebody like that, right? Or Emmett Jones. Emmett Jones. Yeah, Emmett Jones. Mr. Jones. Yeah, Mr. Jones is staying He needs put. to be in Norman. He needs to stay in Norman. Now, you guys need to turn on your read receipts. Oh, really? That's what CT and Piedmont said. By the way, people are asking about the quarterback coach. That's going to be Seth Luttrell. Yes, Seth Luttrell is going to coach quarterback. CT and Piedmont, guess what? We have red receipts on. It's just we get so many texts, it's still We try, you guys. I know it's frustrating sometimes. You might send a text three or four times, and and maybe, I mean, half the time we may see it. So, but you guys, believe me, we appreciate you very much because you guys are unbelievable. A lot of people have questions about Seth Luttrell as quarterbacks coach and I want to get into that obviously we're running up against a break but when we come back that's a conversation I want to have because I did I did have discussions last night with OU's quarterback commits some sources around the program in that capacity to gauge what the level of concern is about Latrell being in essence a first-time quarterbacks coach he very briefly filled that role for North Texas in 2020 but this is his first Full tilt effort as a QB's coach. Let's talk about that when we get back. Mike Steely, Parker Thune here on this Wednesday edition. Hour one. 
Brought to you courtesy of Tim Lasher and his company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 405-579-3113. Philip Lynott, may he rest in peace. Underrated rocker, great bass player, Thin Lizzy. Be right back. You're damn right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, nice. I like it. Very well done right there, Parker Thune. Very well done. Merle Haggard, legend. Absolute legend. I don't like the new country that much, the old school country. Merle Haggard, big time. The man of the day. He's he an Okie from Muskogee. That's right. Absolutely. Let's make it uh, Merle Haggard, Seth Luttrell, Joe John Finley Day. And Lou Ann here at the station. All right. Uh, so right before you tell us about the quarterback coach situation and we get back to our text. Um, so a friend of mine <laughs> sent me this last night because, you know, you're you're on call 24-7 for everybody's opinion on anything OU, right? What do you think of this? What do you think of that? Um, he said, I'm good with this as long as they are player developers. So when I saw – Player developers, I thought of this soundbite, one of my all-time favorites. You've got to be a developer. Being a developer is the absolute key. So what is the $64,000 question? Holy cow, I'm going to have to tough it up now. Here we go. What's the $64,000 question for the field? What is the most asked question that I've received this week? What the hell are we supposed to do about that? It's a very good question. And it's got a very, very clear answer. Developers. The key to success is developers, 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 developers. Yes. There you go. What did I just listen to? That was Steve Ballmer at an old Apple Get together. It, it, My, it, no, yes, it was I, Apple, Microsoft. Did, developers, developers, just, developers, 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 developers. Sorry. I'm just continually astonished by how you're able to dig these things up. It's a classic clip, though. But, like, not only dig them up in your memory, but dig them up on the Internet, too. <laughs> you can find anything. I go on the dark web every now and then, man. You never know. You never know. Okay, uh, so we were talking about quarterbacks, coach, because some people think Seth Luttrell was a fullback, man. How can he be a quarterbacks coach, too? I mean, I like him as offensive coordinator, but he's the quarterbacks coach. So what do you think? What's, what did you hear? Here is what is important to understand. The hiring of Luttrell has been unanimously across the board a hit with the Oklahoma quarterbacks past and present. Jackson Arnold has a really good relationship with Seth. That's Luttrell. important. Really good relationship. Mike Hawkins and his family, they love Seth Luttrell. Love him. Kevin Sperry's family, they go all good. They're all, I mean, look, you don't have, you don't need to worry about those folks. That Kevin Sperry decommitting from Oklahoma like Hell might actually freeze over. That's what cracked me we up usually, the other day. What did somebody check on? Dude, he moved to the state of Oklahoma. I would say that's about as committed as you can get. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. So you have 
Arnold, who's very comfortable with Latrell. Sperry, obviously very comfortable with whatever the situation is at Oklahoma, as long as Brent Venables is the head coach. And then Hawkins and Brendan Zerbrug, I spoke to both of them last night, and both of them are very, very excited to learn from Seth Luttrell. Not really turned off by the fact that he hasn't technically been a quarterback's coach because they're mindful of what he's accomplished as an offensive coordinator. They know firsthand that he has an outstanding football mind, and he has impressed them with some of the film room work that he's done with the two of them. So the quarterbacks, like the guys that are going to be learning under Seth Luttrell, they're not worried. And if the guys that are entrusting their development to Seth Luttrell are not worried, I would I would submit that fans should not be worried either. What position did uh, Jeff Levy play in college? He was an offensive lineman. Okay. I mean, Muleshoe was a quarterback at Muleshoe High School. And he could be a quarterback's coach and a coordinator, too. But these guys know what they're doing. I do like the hire. I do. And like I said, Oklahoma doesn't have a huge history of splash hires. And like I said, the last really big splash. I mean, Lincoln was kind of a. uh, You almost went there. I guess that was a, a little splash. Howard Schnellenberger was a major splash at the time. And like I said, that was a splash down disaster. Um, so we'll see. I, I, I like the continuity. I like keeping the chemistry and, uh, you know, right now in this day and age in college football, when your roster's turning over all the time to be able to have some continuity and some familiarity is a good thing. And I think both guys can coach. All right. Text line 405-651-3439. Spartan Sooner says, is there any chance of Joe John and Latrell factoring in some fullback play? If so, do we have one on the roster? Also, you guys are killing it. Appreciate you, Spartan Sooner. There is not a true fullback on Oklahoma's roster. Yeah, it kind of hasn't f- been in a while. It, it kind of went from a fullback to an H-back over time, and now the fullback is not extinct at OU. But, yeah, it, it hasn't been a – who is the last really true fullback at OU? Gosh, do you have to go – do you have to go back to Dimitri Flowers? That's what and I was would thinking. Would you categorize him as a true fullback? And he was kind of a hybrid, too. I mean, J.D. Runnels would probably be. Ribkowski played some in that role, but he was kind of an H-back also. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it would be Dimitri Flowers. So we'll see. 405-651-3439. Many are saying Jaron Kanick is a true fullback. Are we are we at that point where we've seen enough as, of Jaron Kanick at linebacker that we're just going to move him over and make him a fullback? Mm-hmm. Mike Leach didn't play college football. No, he did not. He went to law school at Pepperdine. Uh, did Mike McDaniel in the NFL? Did he play college football? He played col- he played collegiately at Yale. Oh, okay. Well, he's just a brainiac, as yes. we all know. Uh, J.D. Runnels, yeah. I, I would not say Jeremiah. Many are saying Jeremiah Hall. I would not call Jeremiah well, Jeremiah Hall was more of an H-back, he was, right? He was, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that was what Muleshoe called it. Yeah. But Jeremiah Hall was a lot more of a tight end than he was a fullback. LaDonna from Lubbock says, Muleshoe couldn't play at the college level, which is why Leach made him a grad assistant. It was Dana Holgerson who said, apparently, to me, <laughs> oh, this guy can't play, you know, or whatever, so. But, hey, you know, he's got that mansion up on the hills out in Hollywood for a while. 
Sooner Steven says, just dawned on me, Latrell coached at North Texas in Denton. Does that location connection help with JFA? Did they have a relationship before arriving to OU? Uh, they, from what I understand, they didn't. I mean, they had a relationship, not much of one, before OU. But Latrell has been around the quarterback room a lot since he's joined Oklahoma's staff, and he and Arnold have grown close. So again, this is a hire that comes with a lot of comfort for Arnold, for Hawkins, for Zerbrug, and for Sperry. So the four quarterbacks that could potentially be suiting up and making starts for Oklahoma over the next five years, all four of them are more than okay with Seth Luttrell being their quarterback. How good was Mason Fine at North Texas? He was pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. The pride of Locust Grove, Oklahoma. That's right. And you think about some of the analysts on this staff who have been way overqualified to be an analyst. Seth Luttrell, Matt Wells, right? Former head coaches. Uh, Like I said, um, I, I do like the hire. I think it's going to be good. You keep putting good players in that system, and they tweak that system. I'd, I'd like to see them slow it down a little bit and use that tempo occasionally. And if it's working, and you you know you're gassing that defense, keep going with it. But if you know you're getting your defense, you know back on the field after three and outs, you know slow it down a little bit. I would like to see. And look, tempo is going to be a part of the package. Just the question is. How much? You know, what percentage will it be? We'll see. Brent from Jenks says, by the way, love the hires promotions. Continuity, same offense and verbiage, but I believe will be better, more balanced, time of possession, and more tight end usage. Hashtag bring back the fullback. There you go. All right. I I wonder how long it's going to be. Like, I wonder if fullbacks are gone for good. I wonder if they have truly gone the way of the dinosaurs or if there will be a time down the road where short yarded situations only well like, you know does the grandfather clock swing in the other direction and old school offense makes it come like does that ever happen you think old school offense ever makes it come back or- everything comes back around eventually right i mean i'm not saying it's going to be the old three yards in a cloud of dust but i don't think they're completely extinct but right now, their numbers have been thinned. That's for sure. All right, before we break, remember, if you're in your 40s or older and you're thinking about improving your eyesight, let me introduce you to a great concept. It's the new LASIK, or as we call it, lens replacement. Lens replacement provides a permanent fix to your vision needs, unlike LASIK, which many times leaves patients needing those reading glasses or adjusting to monovision after surgery. Lens replacement can eliminate the need for additional eyewear after your surgery and the best part of the whole deal with lens replacement you'll never i mean never require a cataract surgery lens replacement the new lasik a major leap forward in vision correction so if you're ready to see 2020 then check out the new lasik available at the new lasik.com coming right back here on the home of sooner fans All right, we're back. Home of Sooner fans, Mike Steely, Parker Thune, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Danny Stutzman and his group from Communications Capstone Class were given a project to host a fundraiser for a nonprofit organization. He volunteered through the sole mission with Meals on Wheels last year and so encouraged his group to choose Meals on Wheels, and they did again. Meals on Wheels, the Wheels of Joy fundraiser to benefit Meals on Wheels, happening Sunday, 4 to 6, December 3rd, this Sunday, 4 to 6, at the new Beanstalk Snow location in Norman. 
Danny Stutzman himself will dress up in a Santa costume. Individuals and groups will have opportunities to take pictures with him for 10 bucks each. He will autograph those photos for an additional $15, all to raise money for Meals on Wheels. They'll be selling raffle tickets for an autographed framed jersey. A percentage of the sales from Beanstalk also at that event will be donated to Meals on Wheels as well. That's that's awesome. And you guys can go and tell Danny Stutzman how much you want him back next year because you need him back. By the way, last night, the old man's always angry about something, right? The old Well, man, we know this to be I true. Mean, yes. I'm averaging about eight clouds a day right now that I yell at, but... You know, with all the news coming out, like, look, I like you guys, OU Insider, you and Brandon, good people, reputable people. You do a nice job. Jesse's been a great addition. Everybody you've hired. I like the guys at Scoop, too. I've been friends with them. Uh, But the amount of regurgitation and people just posing as insiders out there now is just comical. Uh Every every time I see another YouTube video labeled something like, transfer portal updates i'm like i wonder where this came from well and on twitter on x too i see a couple guys and i'm not going to call them out but i'm like my sources are i'm like dude you don't have any sources (laughs) you can fake your way into being an insider now that's the sad thing because this dude got like eleven thousand people to believe that BS, and I'm like, this guy has no sources, and you're all buying it. He's just regurgitating. That just drives me crazy. It drives me insane when you got people really working sources and going after information that I think are really good and that I respect. And look, it's not going to change. I'm just yelling at a cloud again. No, it'll have no effect. But you literally have people out there faking their way to looking at an insider now because people will believe everything. So anyway. All right, 405-651-3439. All right, so portal stuff, too. Any uh, This Darius Smith left Georgia, right? Former five-star, the linebacker? Oh, is that? I hadn't seen that, but. Yeah. It's, a, it's hard to keep up with all these guys dude, putting their it, names in the, the portal. The portal has now, created many headaches. Here is, here is one that intrigues me. Here is one that intrigues me today. Okay. Do you remember Jalen Conyers? I, the name sounds very familiar. It should. Okay. He signed with OU in the class of 2020. All right. Four-star tight end out of Groover, Texas. Groover, Texas. Okay. That's out there in the uh, in the panhandle. West Texas. He spent one year at OU. Mule Shoe did not give him a single snap. Okay. He transferred to Arizona State and quickly blossomed into one of the best tight ends in America. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So he is back in the transfer portal as a grad transfer. Hmm. Could it be the second straight year where a former Oklahoma tight end comes back to Oklahoma via the portal? Because I'll tell you what, Jalen Conyers, I, I would say, and I don't necessarily know exactly what the market's going to look like when it's all said and done, I would hazard a guess that he will be the best available tight end in the portal this year. And... I would say he is just as good, if not better, than any tight end prospect that has been in the portal in the last three years. That's a good one. That's a good one, yeah. Uh, Hang on one second. Any chance Cameron Ward comes to Oklahoma? I would say that. Yeah, no. No. Uh, You know, he was really good at Washington State, right? Um, And where could he wind up? Freaking mule shoe? I... 
I would tend to think Oregon, right up the road, mm-hmm. would be a likely destination for a kid like that because Bo Nix is out the door, right? Bo Nix might win the Heisman, but this is his last year in college. And so there are going to be plenty of teams, plenty of upper echelon teams. I mean, Notre Dame will have an opening. Uh, shoot, Georgia. Well, not not Georgia. I guess Carson Beck has another year. Um, i trying to think who else. LSU, they're going to be losing Jaden uh, Daniels. I almost said Jalen Daniels. I trip over my it's tongue with those It's easy so to confuse often. those two from time to time. Yeah. Uh, Joe from the 405 wants to know, is DeMarco Murray staying at OU yes. or leaving with Lebby? DeMarco Murray is staying at OU. Unless Jeff Lebby decides to come along next week and offer him like $5 million, which I don't think he has the room in his assistant salary pool to do. Not only that, yeah. but DeMarco's, DeMarco's not got a pretty go, good bank account. Uh, yeah, he does. DeMarco doesn't coach for money. Now, what is... What also plays into the decision there is that DeMarco, like, does DeMarco Murray strike you as the type of person that would enjoy living in Starkville, Mississippi? Probably not. I mean, he's right here in a great metropolis, Norman, Oklahoma. Many, many advantages. Precisely. You know, I mean, you've got the Greek house. And he's at his alma mater. So, True. I think when you understand how much money DeMarco Murray truly has and how little he has to worry about going places with his coaching career in order to maintain a sustainable income, then you begin to understand, okay, DeMarco's decisions are not going to be motivated by an extra couple hundred thousand dollars here and there. Because if the decisions were motivated by that, he'd be at USC right now. That's right. 405-651-3439. That's our Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. And as you can imagine, they are rolling in. Mm, there are so many. I'm trying to th- which I'm trying to figure out which one we want to get to first. Uh Spartan Sooner says, OU plays Bama in the Cotton Bowl, and Latrell and Joe John get to unleash their offense and give a pre- give us a preview of next year, calling it. Boy, that'd be nice. I'm not banking on OU playing in a New Year's Six Alamo Bowl, Arizona, like San get, Antonio. Get ready to go fishing with Jed, Jed Fish in Arizona. That's Is what he it looks still like. going to be at Arizona that's by a, then? You know, that's a good question. That's a really good question. He's done a great job. So, for the Longhorns, they got some bad news uh, last night. So Texas, their path would be obviously a victory over Oklahoma State. They're going to need Louisville to take down FSU. And, you know, without, you know, without the QB. Why am I drawing a blank on the freaking Jordan Travis? Jordan Travis. Good Lord. Louisville might be able to get that done. And, you know, who else could could help him? SMU beating Tulane. SMU turned out to be pretty dang good. Didn't what they? did we say after SMU? SMU, they're going to win nine or ten games, and they and did. They have, yeah, they've won ten games. So, uh, so anyway, Shark says transfer portal update. Steel Man back to another radio station. What? Why do you say that? Is he mad at oh, me or boy. something? What is it? Oh boy, that wasn't a denial. No, I'm. I, I like. You got to shut down the rumors, Steely, because like, you're you're in this business long enough. You're working with pretty much everybody. And uh, but I enjoy this place very much. EJ from Louisiana says, "Is Chavis the only coach that could be considered being under the Venables tree?" Uh, 
No. I mean, Jeff Levy would technically be technically be the first member of the Venables coaching tree to become a head coach. Now, I you can argue, okay, when a guy becomes a head coach, does he only belong to the coaching tree of the guy he left, of the head coach he left in order to take a job elsewhere? Or does he belong to the tree of every single guy he's ever coached underneath? Because in that, if you look at it from that standpoint, Levy belongs to the Josh Heupel coaching tree, the Lane Kiffin coaching tree, the Art Bryles coaching tree. It, it gets pretty extensive. It kind of depends on your definition there. True. All right, uh, 405-651-3439. Before we go to break, Riverwind Casino, great promotions. If you haven't seen their brand-new renovated gaming floor, it's awesome. They've got an Oasis gaming area, smoke-free. They have a Skyloft gaming area that's very popular now. Nearly 3,000 electronic games, best selections of games uh, that you're going to find in the metro area, all your favorite table games as well. Big-time poker room, off-track betting, great promotions in December. It's the 100K Frosty Fridays promotion uh, where they're giving away $100,000 in cash and bonus play. And we've got another big show happening Sunday nights at the Showplace Theater with Pete Davidson, the comedian, Saturday Night Live fame will be on the showplace stage coming up this sunday night some tickets available get those at riverwind.com or at the casino box office we also have lee bryce coming later in december ron white's december 30th midland will have a new year's eve show uh, which will be on a sunday night tickets are available for some of those shows but they're going quickly and then we'll usher in the new year with uh january appearances from boys to men clay walker comedian joe coy in february Air Supply, some good yacht rock for you. Scott McC- Scotty McCreary also in February, and comedian Jim Gaffigan in March. So always something having happening at Riverwind Casino. Good times to be had as always. Back, it's pretty much going to be our opinions and your texts today. It's that kind of week. So let's get to as many as we can when we get back right here on the ref. All right, before we get to as many texts as we can to close out this hour, I forgot to plug Ortho Central, our clip of the day. We're, we're really not having many clips because this week it's pretty much all text. Steve Ballmer, so that's yeah, our clip of the day. That's it, that's <laughs> it. Ortho Central with clinics in Norman, Midwest City. Now they're in the Tri-City area, Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. They're full-service clinics, treat orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. We appreciate Ortho Central being with us for a long, long time. Do you want to try and rapid-fire these like one-sentence answers and try and get as many in as we can because – I always feel bad because I feel like we don't get to half of the text and it's because it's impossible. Maybe we get to one and three. Keep sending them if you can. I promise we're not trying to ignore anybody. All right, let's jump in. Let's do it. To the text line we go. Steely, after Sooner Nation has been vindicated following the Trojans 7-5 and five season, can you bring back the BV versus Mule Shoe segment? That was comedy gold. Uh, maybe later in the week. Maybe later in the week, perhaps. But uh, it was a fun season. I, my wife is as sweet as can be, and she's dealing with a lot right now. With with you know, she still has to work and her job as a data analyst uh, for a big company from home. But she's got MS now, so things are more challenging. But one thing she gets, two things she gets fired up about: watching the Sooners. And rooting against USC. What time's USC on? Okay. Every week. It's fun. 
If Roof leaves this offseason, what percentage would you give BV to go after Brian Odom? I mean, I don't know. I, I Listen, that's long been the move that I have touted. I like that move. That would be a nice move. I mean, I'm not saying if if Ted Roof doesn't come back, if he retires or whatever. If Ted Roof doesn't come back, I I would hire Brian Odom if I'm Brent Venables. But I imagine Venables and Josie are going to do their due diligence. I'd figure Zach Arnett is probably also somebody that gets a call, mm-hmm. which would be interesting, right? OU and Mississippi, Mississippi State, State basically State trade <laughs> yeah. Levy and Arnett. Uh, here, oh, here's one. Parker, do you think Chris McClellan could be jumping in the portal since Florida fired the D-line coach, and would OU have a chance with him? There's a gleam, man. No comment. There's a gleam. No comment. Clinton Tulsa says. That means get your paywall equipment together and try and scale that wall. But I, I will tell you, as Marty Schottenheimer said in NFL films, there's a gleam. I just saw it on his face. What about these A&M guys, right? What about them? You think there's still going to be a portal exodus, or do you think that there uh, will be an exodus? Elko can prevent that. I, I think they hired the one guy that is well equipped to prevent a mass exodus. Now, there's still going to be guys on the way out. There are still going to be guys that look for opportunities elsewhere because what has happened at A and M has kind of soured them permanently on all things College Station. But A&M did hire the one dude that I think is capable, as long as Elijah Robinson is kept on staff, and I think he will be. They hired the one dude who seems to be capable of preventing a mass exodus. There will be an exodus. I would not call it a mass exodus. Who will have more players in the portal, OU or A&M? It, I would I would say AM. I I wanted to say OU for a second. Now players that matter, it'll be AM. OU will have a decent number of guys in the portal, I think. Not not nearly as many as last year, but I think there are some guys that'll get processed. I know there are some guys that'll get processed. And what about some guys maybe like in the running back room? Like you think Javante Barnes? I, I have no idea what he's thinking. But and a lot of that was an injury, obviously, with Jamonte Barnes that slowed him down. But that running back room's still been pretty crowded, so we'll see. You know, uh, now obviously the transfer portal—if you're not playing as much as you think you should be playing, or you can't see that—you know, kids don't want to work for an extra year. They've got an opportunity to go somewhere else, particularly if some NIL money's involved. They're going to bolt. That's just the way it is. So we'll see. Amari Abor from Ohio State is another guy that a lot of folks are asking about. And OU did have some juice in his recruitment. That was back in the 2022 cycle, I believe. And OU was briefly among the top contenders. Some would have said the leader. I I don't know where Amari Abor ends up. He will likely have plenty of interest. And so, will OU kick the tires? I don't doubt it. But everybody else will be kicking the tires, too. Have you ever kicked probably, the tires on a vehicle when I, you're looking to purchase? I have never kicked the tires. That was an old school move. Like, I guarantee you, probably 90% of people's grandfathers out there, when they were purchasing a car, 
they kicked the tires. That was just part of the process. Got to make sure and kick it to make sure make sure these tires work before I make this purchase. So it's become a phrase now for a long time, but back back in the olden days, it was a real thing. Okay, uh, do we have time for one more? Lloyd says, Levy versus Kiffin for control of Mississippi in a fight. Who wins? How many rounds? Levy wins the brawl, but Ole Miss is going to win more football games. Lane Kiffin is the absolute czar of social media. No one does social media better than Lane Kiffin. No, and it almost looks like he does it himself too, right? Yes. Listen, who would win a physical fight between those two? Jeff Levy. But who would win a war of words? Who would win a war fought on the interwebs between Levy and Kiffin? No contest. Dude, Kiffin. Physical contest, (laughs) clear edge for Levy. Social media contest. Kiffin Kiffin wins that thing running away. That's true. He is so entertaining. I love it. You know, and the thing is, he keeps winning there enough for people. You know, if he was going four and eight or something, people are like, get off social media. But now, you know, they love it right now. Okay, we've got to get out of here for hour number one. Once again, Tim Lasher, we appreciate you and Lasher Home Comfort System sponsoring our opening hour here on Steel Man and Thune. It's pretty much your show today. You give us questions. We'll try and answer them. Some more thoughts on uh, the college football playoff rankings. Got a lot of stuff happening. Sooners will know their bowl destination Sunday, and then the portal opens up on Monday. Here we go. It's going to be crazy, but it's going to be fun. Stay with us right here on the home of Sooner fans. And there's, as always, a lot to talk about. And we are talking to you this hour. Courtesy of our friends at Oklahoma Generator. They'll do great, 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 great work for you, getting your generator right to you. They are the highest rated and longest operating Generac dealer. Like I said, you know, we're going to have an ice storm at some point. That power goes out. You know, it might be on within four or five hours. might be four or five days. Get yourself a good generator from Oklahoma Generator. They're Family-owned and operated, great customer service reviews. You can check them out online at okgen.com. That's okgen.com. Phone number to call, 405-321-6631 for Oklahoma Generator. Whose birthday is it today? Did I miss a birthday? I mean, because there are cookies out there. I didn't sign any card or anything, no. I don't recall signing a card either, so maybe they were just cookies for the sake of cookies. You know, uh, as a type 2 diabetic, I like to live on the edge. So I had one quarter of one cookie. Wow. No fear here. Just stupidity. Just when I think I'm out with those giant cookies, they pull me back in every time. If there's a sweet to be had, I'm going to get a little sweetness. I'm just telling you. And they're, they're, it's, it's always around. Always. Okay, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Let's talk about the uh, the travesty of Billy Bowman. And uh, what is the travesty? Not a finalist for the Jim Thorpe Award. Jim Thorpe Award's awarded right here. The Oklahoma Sports Hall of Fame. Committee, you hold this young man's future in your hands, committee. Like Colonel Slade said in the movie. Sin of a woman. 
All right. Trey Taylor from Air Force. Cooper DeJean from Iowa. Malachi Starks from Georgia. Billy Bowman's numbers are considerably better than all of them. And really, it's not that close. Yet Billy Bowman left out. Listen, I, I, as someone who is married to an active duty service member in the U.S. Air Force, I am not trying to disrespect the troops in any capacity. But a guy from Air Force is a finalist for the Thorpe Award. I mean, that's good for all three. Why can't we have four? Billy Bowman, if you look at the stats. Yeah, again, like it, it, the, what Billy Bowman has no done contest. at Oklahoma. Not even close, bud. What Billy Bowman has done at Oklahoma is infinitely more impressive than what your boy Taylor, whatever his first name was. I, I don't even know how they pick these. Is I, this? Is it the gym? I, are there certain people on the committee because look i like the oklahoma sports hall of fame jim thorpe association they they do a great job they do a tremendous job we're lucky to have them but at the same time i'm like are these people studying because you're a heisman voter i'm a heisman voter what are we not going to do number one we're not sending in a ballot before the conference championship games i mean that's just lazy and stupid number two i bet you will do the same thing that i'll do before we send our ballots in run over the stats again, compare them all of our top contenders, then send our ballot in. Not just, well, let's, well, who do they like? Bo Nix, number one, okay, you know. You actually put some effort into it. I don't know if this is how it went down, um, but again, Billy Bowman's numbers are better, much better. Here's what Bob Stoops said about it yesterday. They asked him about Billy's year and what he's done. Uh, Bob, of course, on the rush yesterday with Teddy and Tyler. What a great player. He's been consistent throughout. And you know what? Look back and look at all the open field tackles he's made. I've, I've been oh, so yeah. scared on some of these uh, outside plays, and I'm like, oh, man, he that's one-on-one. That's going to be hard. And then he gets them down. So he's he's been incredible. I've been a defensive coordinator and a secondary coach. Those those plays are not easy, and, and he's made a ton of them. There you go. And one of the priorities, one of the biggest priorities this offseason is trying to get Billy Bowman to come back, trying to get Danny Stutzman to come back. Uh, Who else is on that list? Like DJ Terry or somebody? Anybody else? I think Bowman and Stutzman are really the only two guys that you would think would be on the fence that realistically are coming. I don't think Tyler Guyton's coming back. I really don't. I don't think Andrew Wayne's no, coming back either. Yeah, he, I think those two guys are out. But Bowman and Stutzman, I would say, are a pound for pound. Those two mean more to OU than Guyton and Rame do. So those are your two highest profile dudes that potentially you could lose to the NFL. And I think that of the four that I just referenced, those two are probably the most likely to return. You know, they both are really good players. You know, Danny tapered off a little bit down the stretch, and part of that obviously was he was injured and then he was sick. You know, but you know what Danny did do? He played and showed tremendous guts to play because he was puking his guts out. There was bad stuff going through his guts at the time, but he said, I'm playing coach. But he is uh, a great leader. 
He's made a lot of progress, definitely going to have an NFL future, but I think he could probably benefit from another year, and I think Billy Bowman could too. They're both going to play on Sunday. There's no doubt. It's a question of where they're picked. And I guess, you know, it always comes down to, I don't know, how much is NIL money a factor in that decision? I think it's part of it. Uh, You would be naive to think it's not. Mm -hmm. Billy Bowman and Danny Stutzman have immense earning potential, both as far as NIL is concerned, and obviously when they get to the next level, they're making more money than they could dream of making via NIL when they sign their first NFL contract. But... Yes, NIL in the meantime is a factor. I think what it's about, though, and what the OU coaching staff is going to try and pitch them on is, hey, look, if you really want to maximize your earnings at the next level, you want to maximize your draft slot, you can go get drafted in the middle rounds this year. Maybe Stutzman Stutzman is probably closer to being a day-two guy than Bowman is. But you can go get drafted in the mid to late rounds this year. Or you can come back, put another season on film, continue to develop in Jerry Schmidt's weight room, have Brent Venables and this capable staff continue to sharpen you as a football player, and this time next year, maybe you're a guy that's getting first-round buzz. I agree. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer, Chevrolet Tax Line. On the text line, Mark in Newcastle says, Billy Bowman will just need to come back next year for redemption. You know, as I said... He's probably, like, would, is he the front runner for the Thorpe Award if he returns? If he's not... Is he a preseason you know, All-American? I think he should be, yes. I would think so. But then again, I mean, people overlooked the... Uh, uh, people overlooked, you know, the stats this year. So who knows? And I say again, greatest power couple in Sooner Athletics history. Am I leaving anybody out? Maybe the previous one was Whitney Hand and Landry Jones. But Billy Bowman, Jada Coleman, you take, again, the scholarship offer to them. You know, they'll get married, right? And you say, here's the offer, whether it's playing football, softball, whatever, here's the offer. You know, it's happening right now. That would be like the youngest guy offered, I don't know, was uh, Damon Bailey at Indiana. Didn't they offer him in like eighth grade or something? But there's probably somebody before that. There are guys getting offered in eighth grade all the dang time. Oh, yeah, now it's Um, commonplace. Iceman405 says, so you're saying Terry, the defensive lineman, is going pro. No, I think Dejon Terry is certainly returning. I would be surprised if he goes pro. Yeah, I just think. That is, I mean, that is the, (laughs) that would be Jalen Redmond all over again. He goes pro, he's not getting drafted in all likelihood. Yeah, I would think he'd be back. I would think he'd be back also. All right, 405-651-3439. Cherokee Sooner says, Pistol Pete's probably going to vote Ollie Gordon for Heisman. Yeah, we, yeah, Cherokee, I will find you. I will hunt you down on your IP address. I am not Pistol Pete. Whoa. I am just, you know. I'm Whoa. Just... Whoa, you're going after These our people, consensus it, number one text Hero. Here. Started. Well, it's Pistol Pete. I have no <laughs> allegiance. Like I said, born and raised Norman, Oklahoma, graduated from OU. Sometimes, though, guess what? I don't pick OU in every single game just to appease the audience. Sometimes you can pick them to lose, and guess what? You can still be 
an OU person. What is journalism without a little bit of intellectual dishonesty, Steely? Come on. I mean, Jays, like I said, here's what I'm going to do from now on. Every year, I'm going to pick OU. Let's see, you got to win 12 games. you got to win a conference championship game. Four games to win the college football playoff. Oklahoma, 17-0 every year. Quarterback's going to win the Heisman. And uh, their linebacker's going to win the Butkus. And they're going to have a top three recruiting class every year. That's just what I'm going to say from now on. And also make up the, I've got some inside sources. Because you can fake insider stuff now. I see it on Twitter all the time. <laughs> People are having a ton of fun. <laughs> Big Rich and OKC says, breaking, Steely taking over for Robert Allen on the sideline in Stoolwater <laughs> and to do Mike Gundy's show. Grillboy says, first it was orange energy drinks. Now he's a full-blown. Yeah, boat. that was the first time it came down. I took a picture when we were doing a pregame show, and I had like a an orange monster energy drink. And I said, hey, you know, we're coming on. Here's what we're going to do on pregame just to, you know, send it out there. And like the first two texts, you need to believe that's an orange energy drink. What a traitor. And these were like serious, not like, you know, just laughing it off. They were like, I've never drank an orange energy drink in my life. You know, it was like. By the way, Cherokee Sooner did say, I ain't hard to find. Let's have a Ham's beer. There you go. Ham's is very refreshing. From the land of sky blue waters. I, I don't think I've ever seen a Ham's beer with my own two eyes. Go to Skinny Slims. Get yourself a Guinness and a Ham's. Very nice. Skinny Slims. That's where is they... that in Stillwater? No. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. Someday I'm going to have to have a long talk with that boy. All right? That's all I'm saying. Is that in Stillwater? That ain't true. None of it. All right, let's take a break right here. 405-651. 3439 Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Keep them rolling and be right back. All right, 405-651-3439 Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Back here on the home of Sooner fans, Mike Steely, Parker Thune. By the way, got a few uh, messages coming through the Twitter. By the way, thank you to uh, Keith, a.k.a. Boomer, for sending me uh, the photo of the new Mike Steely Grandpa Chic Lego Starter Pack. Yeah, pretty much looks like me right there. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Let's see, Jim in Arlington. You guys need to get Eric Bailey on. He interviewed Sess, UNT quarterback from Locust Grove. Yeah, we talked about Mason Fine, right? We did. Earlier. Had a great, great, great career. Two-time Conference USA Player of the Year in Latrell's offense. The greatest player in North Texas history, Mean Joe Green, who played for the Mean Green. Yeah, I was about to say they, well, they, they were the Eagles back then. The Mean then, Green Eagles? No, they were just the Eagles. The were North they? Texas. Up until like 2003, yeah, they were the Eagles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mean but, Joe Green was so great that they renamed the entire program after him. Yeah, and uh, Mean Joe and one of the most popular commercials of all time where the kid asked for his jersey, right? Coca-Cola commercial back in the day. All right, Kenny wants to know, any ex-head coaches looking to pause rehab their career as an analyst at OU like Latrell? Is Brent trying to set up the same system that Saban and Alabama has had the last seven or eight years? Well, Seth Latrell, Matt Wells, 
Yeah, I, I would say there's probably some motivation there to try and assemble as much off-field depth on the staff as possible because it makes things a lot easier in a scenario like this where you lose an offensive coordinator. you got to replace him. Well, you got a plug-and-play option right there on your staff. And he's not technically in an on-field capacity, so you can just go ahead and promote him. And so having Seth Luttrell already in the building made this process very easy for Oklahoma. Yeah, I like the continuity. I like the chemistry. I think Brent's all about trying to, because in this day and age of college football, it is harder than ever to keep a roster, develop a roster, and you know be able to teach as much as you want because there's so much turnover involved. And if you're turning over your coaching staff, and, uh, you know, if you're doing well, you know, we saw what happened with Bob Stoops. A lot of guys got head coaching jobs, right? Um, that's going to happen if you're playing good football and the Sooners were better this year. Uh, but if you can keep that continuity with some really good guys there as analysts or on the staff, uh, I like it. And I think Seth Luttrell will do fine. I think Joe John Finley, again, will do fine. Okay. Um, there are, man, there are a ton of questions coming in. Let's, let's get there. Sooner Steve from Tulsa says, I have insider information that Lebby bought grape Gatorade using the self-check grocery line before leaving for Starkville. Really? Hmm. Hmm. No Ollie Reprehensible on multiple fronts. Well, at least it wasn't orange like that guy who did that pregame show. Jeez. Big John from Texas says, Steelman, I think we have the absolute recruiting silver bullet and we just have never used it. If Bricks was so impressed with a rig, can you imagine pulling out the schooner to every five stars <laughs> high school? Chicks dig horses, instant man of the campus. So Bricks did pick Nebraska did. last night. Um, what do you think the difference was? Proximity or, you know, sometimes, it believe proximity. it or not, believe it or not, sometimes OU does get out recruited. It happens. It, it was proximity. OU does get out recruited, but, you know, when. One program is ten and two, and the other is five and seven. Yeah, you know, like that. That program, and it, just knowing what I know about that recruit, yeah, it was pretty much all proximity and more. Know, his mom, his more, mom, isn't. more farming opportunities. <laughs> well, his mom had a recent surgery; she's had some health issues. Ah, well, so, then that yeah. makes sense. Uh, let's see what else we have. There, there was one I want to get to. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go from the four hundred two. Parker, thoughts on a former player that believes Chavis should either be demoted or fired for the regression and or lack of production at the edge? Look, I have no idea which former player you were referencing. And anybody that played college football did more in the sport than 99.9% of all of us. So I will never try to take anything away from them in that capacity. But just because somebody is a former college football player doesn't mean they are all-knowing. With regard to the sport of football. So did I miss and something on Twitter? or I, I, I haven't seen this either. This okay. is the first I'm hearing of it. But if Brent Venables is satisfied with the work that Miguel Chavis is doing, I tend to value the opinion of Brent Venables over whatever former player that may be. You know, uh, the defense definitely regressed down the stretch. They still had some – you know, they were improved, but you're still the 80th total defense. I mean, not nearly good enough for OU. And those guys know that. They know it. Do you think there's anything to they practice really hard? Uh, you know, and I'm not saying, hey, let's sissify every practice or whatever. But, man, they had a ton of injuries. Gentry Williams and Peyton Bowen and obviously Danny Stutzman. And it just seemed like they got banged up. And then they had, you know, 
how how many plays they have to play because of the offense compared to some other teams. They play a lot more plays. Now, again, you've got to get off the field to play less. I get that. But do you think that Oklahoma wears down a little bit defensively? I think it's a lot easier to wear down when your offense is playing with the tempo that yeah. OU's offense has played with the last couple of years. I mean, years. Peyton so. Bowen is, a, is going to be a superstar. Gentry Williams... When he's been when he's been in there and healthy, he looks tremendous. Guy's going to play in the NFL. How many times when Gentry Williams was out there and was a hundred percent, you know, you see those little screen passes out in the flat, you know, um, and how many times do we see OUDBs miss a tackle or an arm tackle or try and tackle him with the shoulder? Gentry Williams was making a form tackle every time and looked great. Peyton Bowen. Good things happen when that kid's on the field. They've got to get him, keep him healthy. Uh, maybe it's just bad luck, but I wonder if there's anything to that, that Oklahoma, because of how physical they are in practice, and which I like, you don't want you know the Muleshoe regime running run around playing flag football or whatever, but that and how many plays they, they've had to play on defense in some games. By the way, um, I don't think we acknowledge this yet, but it is official. Oklahoma has announced that Seth Luttrell has been promoted to offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Yep. Joe John Finley gets the co-OC tab. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that is how the Sooners will proceed. I thought it was interesting. Luttrell is straight up OC, not co-OC. So he is the offensive. And it makes sense because, as I reported last night, uh, the Sooners' intention is for him to be the primary play caller. Uh, but he is – the OC of record at the University of Oklahoma as of today. And Joe John, how do they label Joe John again? Uh, well, he's still obviously coaching tight ends. He's just added the co-offensive coordinator okay. title as well. I mean, the coordinator is the guy who calls plays, right? I mean, pretty simple. Yes. But uh, the 214 says the injuries weren't occurring during practice. No, I'm not saying they were occurring during practice. I'm th- thinking if you're that physical in practice, maybe you're more prone to I I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out. Uh, it seemed like down the stretch, you know, Danny Stutzman, we know he had an injury, but he also had he had a very upset stomach and some bad stuff happening, you know, before the BYU game. But he gutted it out. Joe from the 405 says, I've been hearing smoke about OU to be a heavy leader if Trevor Etienne, the running back from Florida, enters the portal. Any truth to that? Uh, no, Joe. That, to my knowledge, is not true. And, in fact, I was told last night if and when Trevor Etienne ends up in the transfer portal, he's likely going to be a Georgia Bulldog. Really? So, you know, you're going toe-to-toe in a portal battle with the two-time defending national champions. Probably one you're going to be hard-pressed to win. Okay, 405-651-3439. Cam asks, can OU get someone who can actually kick a football through the uprights? (laughs) OU needs a huge upgrade at kicker. I tell you, these these last few games of the regular season, they should have just turned kicking for chicken into a tryout opportunity. Who do they have uh, available at kicker for next year? There was a kid injured this year, right? Yep, Gavin Marshall. Right. You have Reddy Mustafarish. You have, obviously, the incumbent in Zach Schmidt. And then you're going to be bringing Liam Evans into the mix. We're bringing in a Liam Liam, yep. Okay. Liam Evans. Liam sounds like it could be a kicker. That all right, there's a bunch of bullshit, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, 
this 405 listener says, I think OU's defense does wear down late in the year. This is not unusual for Schmitty to overwork his guys late in the season. We saw it when he was there with Bob. What do you think? You'd have a better frame of reference. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, um, But the, the other part of that is you can go back to being softer. I don't know. Maybe they do tamp them down a little bit later in the season. I'm just throwing out you know, a theory. Obviously, they were pretty banged up, but um, – you know, I'm just trying to figure out, um, you know, why the defense regressed as much as they did. But if you don't have Peyton Bowen on the field as much as you need him on the field, you don't have Danny Stutzman out there for a couple games, you don't have Gentry Williams out there, um, you know, those are three of your best players. couple more texts here. Iceman says there was a stat out there comparing the defensive play snaps to Alabama, Georgia, and a few other schools and it showed the OU defense played two and a half more games. I understand some of us on the defense, but too fast of a pace on offense. So basically, I think what Iceman is trying to get at was the amount of snaps mm-hmm. that OU's defense has had to take this season is drastically above the amount of snaps that the likes of some of the top programs in college football right now have had to take. Yeah, so and that's you would expect them to be a little bit more Gear out. down the offense a little bit more here and there, right? That's what I like to see. Um, to me, and, and somebody pointed it out on the text line, and I agree, you know, we talked about 80th in total defense. To me, the stat is how many points do you give up, period. Now, you know, the Texas game, they gave up over 500 yards in that game. Didn't they give over 500 three times in the season? Was it three or four? But to me, it's how many points do you give up? And they were playing really good opportunistic defense in some of their big games. Obviously, the Texas game being one of those. But um, they still they've, – they've just got to get better. Canick, to me, again, is a mystery right now. Great athlete, but at times just looks like he's running out there. Where do I go? Who? What? Oh, i got to guard this guy. You know, it's just – it's a mess. That's how it sounds, I'm sure. <laughs> right? I do my own sound effects, all right? I know. Is it, that – They were immaculate. What defense? What's the call? What's the call? Oh, I'm over here. You know, isn't that what it looks like with Canik a lot of the time? You're not wrong. So I don't know what happened after that Texas game, but he has not looked the same. I mean, I'm not giving up on the kid. He's got tremendous potential. And Danny looked like that a few times a year ago and turned into a really good – I mean, he was already a good linebacker, but I, I really made a leap. So we'll see. All right, we got a break right here. Dang, I went two minutes over. Amateur. That's okay. We'll Jeez. get back on the clock. 405-651-3439. Keep those texts rolling in. The ref army is unstoppable. Yeah. If we were playing a game of risk, the ref army would control the entire globe right now. We pretty much do every day, right? Stay with us. Coming right back. All right, we are back. Wednesday edition. Hour number two, brought to you by Oklahoma Generator. We appreciate them sponsoring Hour 2. Don't have a generator, you're going to need one. You know, old man winter might hit you with a nice storm. And guess what? If you can't play Fortnite or if you can't listen to our show or if you can't watch your Netflix show or Hulu show or Amazon Prime show or whatever, Paramount Plus show, whatever show, because we all have 75 streams. You know what? Death by subscription is what's happening to everybody's finances these days that like little needle pricks 
that, by the way, subscribe to, you know, death by subscription. That's what's happening to people's banks account, bank accounts everywhere. The only subscription you need, folks, is OUinsider.com. That's right. There's a gleam. Who was the player that was mentioned earlier? What player? Where you, where you had the gleam. Did, Wait, I, did we mention Was there a player? Yes. Somebody threw the portal, and you got that look on your face. What look? That kind of half smile, and I'll tell you over the paywall smile. Kind Listen, of. I, I don't discuss players that could potentially enter the transfer portal until they either enter the transfer portal or announce their intentions to enter the transfer portal. That ain't true. Rather than give you the information right here as a free service to the great people of the Ref Army, Parker Thune, who's been calling me Pistol Peeps. Oh, boy. Is going, Here comes the counterattack. He is going Bernie Madoff on you and just trying to take your money. And then he's going to, he's, as soon as he makes off with your money, like Madoff made off with a lot of money, he and Rebecca will be on some yacht in the Bahamas. Gosh, I wish. Thinking, I wish this business was lucrative enough for me to one day purchase a yacht in the Bahamas. I mean, you're one of the great insiders out there. It's between you and Greg Swain. You couldn't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> Chris McClellan was the player. CD, man, CD's keeping up. CD, A+. Plus. A+, plus, my man. That, ladies and gentlemen, that's really good. Okay, 405-651-3439. I'm just messing with Parker. He's He does, you know, outstanding work. But it's fun to talk about the paywall sometimes because I imagine people, you know, throwing their – Climbing equipment up there and trying to scale it. But are you guys not being affected by death by subscription to a certain point? Because if you look on your phone like subscription. Oh, because Holy I mean, like, cow, I've got like 40 in there. You know, go ahead. No, I, I keep subscriptions to a minimum. What do I, what do we subscribe to? Obviously Netflix, Hulu and Peacock. And I think that's it. I think that's it. You need Peacock for golf action. Oh, see, I don't watch golf. Well, so. Tiger is playing tomorrow morning. You're watching golf. He's playing tomorrow morning? He is, that. yes. Hero, is it Thursday or Friday? I'm trying to remember if the heroes are three. So he's going to win the Masters again next day. He's, it's, it's a done deal. It is a done deal. Man, he looked old, though, in that press conference yesterday because he is old. Mike okay. in Springfield wants to know, does Parker know who Bernie Madoff was? Yes, I know who Bernie Madoff was. Who's another? No, I can't I, call I, Parker a, a shyster. Um, Madoff was a shyster. Muleshoe, shyster. Who are the other shysters out there? Clark Stroud. Oh, yeah, shyster. Shyster by proxy. Mm-hmm. Now, did we make him a schmuck or a shyster? I think oh, both. no, Clark was a schmuck. Uh Patrick says Parker just sounded like mule shoe with portal talk. <laughs> We're close. Oh, no. We're close to knowing the answer. Oh, no. Stillwater Cena wants to know, is score from far going in the same dumpster as Speed D? Yeah, you'd have to figure Lebby's going to take that shtick with him to mm-hmm. Mississippi State. wonder what the new one's going to be. Dime time? You got to retire that, too? No more dime time? I don't know. Dylan Gabriel could be in Starkville. 
That is true. You got to keep it then, right? Blue of Green Country says Todd Graham shyster. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Somewhat obscure shyster, but uh, Justin in Newcastle says, "Hey Parker, if Scott Schrader can make millions in the recruiting biz, then so can you." I refuse to believe that man is a millionaire, although he does work and live in L.A. So maybe he is. And maybe, you guys are going to do fine. Scoop's going to do fine. You guys will be long term. Um, and there are a lot of good reporters out there that are really, really good and uh, that have worked there. But these fake, you know, I've got sources here and there. And I talked to Zach Selman. No, you didn't. <laughs> I mean, um, these are fake insiders. And it disturbs me that so many people fall for them. But what are you going to do? Eventually, you get outed. CT in Piedmont says, recruiting is like a good drug. I feel like I've had some great highs this year, but I need some more hits to keep it going. <laughs> What's cooking, or do I need rehab? Well, CT, stay tuned. Early signing day is three weeks from today. We're close. He's got that look on his face. He knows something. Now, are we talking portal here, or is this going to be some addition to the class? Uh, I mean, I'm thinking more in terms of I, – I think there will be more happening in the portal over the next three weeks than in recruiting. But there are always some late wrinkles in recruiting as you get closer and closer to early signing day. Always yeah. a late wrinkle or two. Uh 405, yes, that's one. Yeah, yeah. Won't even mention the name, but yeah, that's one. I'm like, dude, please. Fratbro Mark says, biggest OU shyster ever is Schnellenberger. Another listener wants to know, anything on defensive staff changes? Here is what I would watch for right now. Obviously, Todd Bates, Miguel Chavis not going anywhere. Brandon Hall's not going anywhere. Ted Roof. He might retire. See, I had heard a little His, buzz that Brandon Hall might go. But really? you haven't heard yeah, that? No, 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 no. Okay. I have not heard that. Here's here's what I do wonder, though. Does Jay Valai end up joining forces with either Jim Leonard or Sean Lewis? Because he is very close with both of those guys. San Diego State or out with Mule Shoe? If Leonard is Leonard's thing a done deal? Well, it was like it was Jim Leonard or Trent Bray. Those were the two names that were getting tossed around for USC defensive coordinator. And obviously Trent Bray just got named the new head coach at Oregon State. Right. So you would figure that leaves it to Leonard almost by we default. We like Valai. We like Jay Valai. I love Jay Valai, we'll have man. to put him on the list. What list? The list of we can't root for you. Oh, if he goes to USC? Oh, yeah. Well, to be fair, I that – that move would have less to do with USC and more to do with working with Jim Leonard again. Those two are college teammates. You put on the USC logo, you're the enemy. Oh, boy. Period. As long as Mule Shoe's there. Are that, there any OU staffers that have history at USC? I'm trying to think. I don't think off the top of my head there are. Colin KC says, I heard Parker today, and he said he's 99% sure Williams Winery <laughs> flips before signing day. Freaking Missouri goes out, wins 10 games. I know. I'm how just... inconvenient is that? EJ like from Louisiana said... says, how much better on the defensive line do you expect us to be compared to the others in the SEC? Well, 
I think a lot could hinge upon what Oklahoma portal. is able to do in the portal. Portal, Def- interior defensive line. There was a name Clearly. mentioned earlier that could be very pertinent in that capacity. McClellan? No comment. Okay. Chris McClellan? We'll see. All right, uh, 405-651-3439. Oh, let's do some Edgar Winter. Edgar and Johnny Winter, the greatest albino rock duo of all time. Perhaps the only albino rock duo of all time. Great song, though. Be right back. All right, we have a million texts still rolling in. We appreciate it very much. You know, I think we could uh, do... A show every day. And, I mean, there are few days where the, the text line is not quite as fast-moving as it is today, but not many of them. Well, we, I tell we you, could do, We could do some shows where we literally could read, just read texts and not do anything else and not get to them all. Steely, there were a couple days I did that last summer while you were on vacation. Yeah. Because you took vacation like the middle of June where there's nothing going on. Yeah, I left you. And so yeah. I was like, okay, well. Not all that much to talk about. Let's see what folks want to get at on the text line, and we'll go from there. So I would just mm-hmm. come into the studio, sit down. People would send texts. I would talk about what the people wanted to talk about. There you go. All right, Customer well, service. That's what it's all about. All right, let's get to as many as we can before we have to get out of here, get locked in at 2 o'clock. Ref Army, they're the best. While Schmitty was here with Stoops, this comes from a 405 listener. My personal trainer observed how Schmitty was training the football players, and my trainer was pretty critical that injuries could occur. What do you guys think? You know, I don't know enough about that to give you an answer that has any credibility. I mean, I could do it on social media under a false name and make it sound like it was really really credible, but no. I I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just wondering why they, they've been pretty banged up. Didn't Brent say maybe they were going to tamp it down a little bit? Last year at some point. Now, again, they're still, they believe in going out and having physical practices and scrimmages, and they go after each other. You saw early in the year was it was Drake and Billy Bowman going after each other, right, in that video. So I would rather that be the case, but I don't know if you need to look in, into that or not. It's possible. Stillwater Sooner would like to know how much you spend monthly on Orange Bloods and <laughs> GoPokes.com. Zero. That ain't true. <laughs> uh, Bruce wants to know. Oh, how about this? Why was the tight enforcement position rarely used this season at OU? Was it lack of talent or Lebby's play call style? Obviously, Bruce is referring to the tight end, but right. that's a pretty excellent typo. Tight enforcement. <laughs> that sounds intimidating. Uh, Austin Stogner did a lot more blocking than we imagined. There was right? not a, there was not a lot of tight enforcement from Austin Stogner. Do you think that Devon Mitchell's going to be a star? If you had to guess, yeah or nay? I, I would imagine that when Devon Mitchell gets to Oklahoma, he will be doing a lot of tight enforcement. Yes. That kid looks... I mean, he looks the part, no doubt. No doubt about it. And it was... I know Sooner fans were happy to see him in with the locked-in deal. Uh-oh. <laughs> I can't with these people. You're the enemy if you put on the USC logo, but if you put on Texas or Oklahoma State logo, you're all good, right? <laughs> I came from a 918 listener. That, again, all I did was make a prediction. All right. Was the prediction right, by the way? Yes. 
It was. That is true. And again, you were correct. I can, in good conscience, just come on and say, well, I better pick OU because this is OU Station. They'll hate me. I, I can't do that. You might, you might need a PR person. You might need a press release at this point. Yes. Put something out there on Twitter disavowing any connection to or preference for. Now, I do have a swinging Pete hat at home, though. Swinging Pete? That's the, the OSU golf cap. Oh, okay. Because I like like Verplank's a good dude, and you know I've I've got some friends. I like Larry Reese up there. See, you're not I doing like, yourself you any know, favors here, Bob Tway. Uh, you know, but uh, again, I was born closer to the stadium than any of you, so don't you question my hearts. Boom. We'll he go. just he just pulled out the trump card. That's right. He said, "Check this receipt." Lost City Sooner says that's Mule Shoe texting in. Benny Wiley is his trainer. <laughs> I love it. This 316 listener says, Jim Leonard needs to come to Norman. He was in Norman last spring. Roof needs to go. Is Ted Roof going to be retiring? Have you heard that possibility? That's the direction I lean right now. His contract's up at the at, on the 1st of January. How and old is Ted? Did we, we looked a while Ted back. Ted is he's like, 61, I believe. What are we going to do without that voice, man? Maybe that can be his retirement. He can read audio books. That's he a great be, idea. Uh, or the three-man front could be the, one of the house bands at uh, Riverwind, you know, in the in the smaller concert area. I had a, I was having breakfast with a buddy this morning, and he mentioned to me that his new side hustle is recording audio books because mm-hmm. apparently people will write books, and there's, there's like some online service that you can sign up for and audition for. And you get a cut of the book's royalties if you record the audiobook. And you are the voice of that audiobook. Like, how so, much does he make? To give you an example? Uh, I, <laughs> he hasn't made much. I'll say that much. But Ted Roof, that could, be his, that could be his side hustle in retirement. He could go play golf down in Georgia mm-hmm. and also record audiobooks. I'm sure T. Rowe would let Ted Roof record an audio version of well, his didn't book. T- did T. Rowe do his own audio book? I oh, mean, did he? Do you have to do an audio book if it's a children's book? Because that's like a five-minute process, right? I suppose so. But I, I, maybe they do have audio books. I, would, I don't know. Ohio Sooner says, Ted Roof is celebrating the big 6-0 on the 11th. Oh, happy birthday. There you go. Happy almost birthday to Ted Roof. Ted, Ted Roof seems like a cool dude. I mean, you guys are over there now. I'm way past I that, like Ted Roof. being at the press conference stuff, but he seems like a cool dude. I feel he like if we vi- didn't have the generational divide going mm-hmm. on, Ted Roof and I would be bros. You'd be jamming on your mandolin with the three-man front. Yeah, Ted Roof. See, here's the thing, Steely. Uh, you're, you're a new school type of old. Like you stream Fortnite on mm. Twitch. Yes. We can we can relate to a lot of the same stuff because mm. you keep up with the current times. Ted, you know, Ted is a is very much an old school type of dude. Nothing wrong with that. Just a little different. Yeah. All right, we gotta get uh, Ted Roof's contract ends in twenty twenty five. Oh. Oh it does? Well I thought it was a two year contract. We'll okay, have to go ahead mistake. and Google it up. All right. Uh thank you to our friends at Riverwind Casino. They've got a great promotion. Get out there and win a hundred thousand dollars in cash and bonus play, playing in the one hundred K Frosty Fridays promotion. Big time show. Sunday night, Showplace Theater. How great is it to have the Showplace Theater back, man? It's been awesome. Pete Davidson. SNL, 
little stand-up happening this Sunday night out at Riverwind at the Showplace Theater. Get your tickets online at riverwind.com or at the casino box office. We'll be out at Riverwind on Friday. We'll be at Cavens Group tomorrow. Hope you guys have a great Wednesday. Thanks for all the texts. We appreciate you. Take care.